Welcome back to single track session number 110 here with the Trail Manners podcast. This is Eric Manning and Joel Hatch coming to you on Wednesday, October 17th in Ogden, Utah. And we've got a little lineup today with a bunch of random topics since that's kind of what we do on the single track session. Um, we did miss Tuesday's episode, a little scheduling conflict with uh, one of our guests, but uh, we got one scheduled for next Tuesday that's sure to be fun. Yeah. We will be traveling bright and early um, in the morning up to Park City, Utah to talk with the inventor of trail running. Yes. Um, I don't know if he's got a spin on trail running, some new techniques. The quad master himself. Yeah, that's right. We got Gabe Joyce coming on. Uh, as many of you know, Gabe had just come back successfully from doing the FKT on the Teton Cirque. No, Teton Crest. Teton Crest. Yes. Okay. So te- there's differences. So Teton yes. Crest, and we'll get into we'll get into that when we talk to him. Kind of the differences, what he did, what the FKT is. Right. One's one's a, one's a loop. The other one's point to point. Point to point. Yeah. Okay. I know. So he did that with uh, Trevor Fuchs a few weeks ago, and um, Gabe walked away with the FKT. So we'll kind of walk talk to him about that a little bit. But before we go on, we want to wish a friend of ours a happy belated 60th birthday. Yeah. To Old Mr. Man. Jim Skaggs. Um, I had the pleasure of cleaning up garbage with him yesterday. Right. Asked him how he's doing. He went back east to visit his kids. Say, so drank too many beers on his birthday. He did. And uh, I said, well, do you drink, you know, a beer for each year? <laughs> and he's like, oh, God, no. Pretty close. Yeah. And he Over says, the course of the week. Yeah, probably. And he said his son put 60 candles on his cake, and it just looked like the bonfire. That's awesome. So, uh, can, happy birthday, Jim, on 6-0. Um, that's awesome. Um, it's kind of, we got kind of the, what do we call this? The, tr- um, the injured reserve list in the, in the apartment today. Uh, yeah. Two gimps <laughs> in the apartment today. <laughs> so I, uh, I went running last Saturday. I've been running pretty consistently, doing good, feeling great. Went running last Saturday on the Bonneville shoreline, steep little short section, went to push off on a rock on my right leg and felt a pop in my calf. Right. Uh, I don't think it's a bad, I don't, I don't think, think so it's either. a tear, but it's enough that I haven't been able to do anything all week. Right. Um, so I'm on the, the IR for hopefully not much longer. Yeah, I'm uh, sure got, you'd got be in fine. to have you stretch me out the other day. Yeah, and then I got a massage appointment, and I've been icing like crazy, reading, reading books. Right, that's what I do now. That's a good thing. And uh, you, my friend, um, have an appointment with a um, with a with scalpel. a sculptor. Yeah, with scalpel. With scalpel. That's right. So <laughs> November second. Yeah, getting my meniscus cleaned up. Nice. And the, so that's what did you say it was like four weeks non weight yeah, bearing? No, my gosh, I hope I don't have to have the Repair, which I've had in the past, but that's four weeks non-weight bearing. This one, they just go in and clean it up. It's four weeks of therapy, basically, okay. and then I can start running again. Okay. So I'll be able to walk on it right away. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Technology rule. Technology is king. Um, yeah, so that's good. Um, hopefully, you get that. What's that? A couple weeks away still. Uh, man, yeah. Three weeks so out. So you'll be back by Thanksgiving. You'll be running turkey trots yeah, before no. you know it. Uh-uh. <laughs> No, 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 thanks. No, thank you. So I have a fun little story okay. um, that's uh, not non-running um, related, but okay. as many of you know, we, we kind of cross sections with the soccer world. Right. Uh, there's this uh, U12 boys competition soccer team that's been trying to recruit me to coach for like a year. Right. And uh, Monday they had a game. And mm-hmm. so I took me and my daughter, drove down to Farmington to watch their game. Right. Because I wanted to say, hey, this is what dad might be doing again right wanted to get a piece of it so we sat and watched this game and they're you 12 boys right yeah. so young kids and there was a game going and the other team was extremely extremely physical to yes. the part where there was pretty dirty oh 
And near the end of the game, <clears throat> I got to give credit to the team that I was there to watch. Um, the fans were amazing. Yeah. The other side of the field, however, Uh-oh. was a whole nother story. Yeah. It was ridiculous. They're yelling, ref, book the kid for diving. Kid got hit in the mouth with an elbow, oh. and it's cold. Yeah. And so that just hurts anyway. It and does. these are under 12-year-old kids. Right. They're, so they're still a little soft. Yeah. And this they're kid still went, went down, and he was he, he didn't look good. I'm yeah. Like, he's, I told looked at my daughter. I said, that hurts. Right. And there's a dad over there yelling, book him for diving. Oh, my gosh. This is a joke. And the team that I'm was there to support or littler at 12 this other team was pretty big yeah yeah they were they were like throwing hay all weekend or something yeah and uh they just kept throwing these kids all over the place near the end of the game game was over one of the kids on the other team punched a kid in the back of the head oh no like full-on punched the kid in the head kid fell and the kid was probably one of the littlest kids on the team on there to see kid dropped yeah and the parent it was in front of the other team's sideline and the parents were telling the kid dove again what? And I, I'm, I was a you know innocent bystander. My daughter's looking at me, and I'm like, unbelievable. You know, I can't believe this. Well, right. of course, after the game, the coaches go over, bring their kid over, and the team that I'm there to support walks over to shake hands. The other team wouldn't leave their sideline to shake hands. These are under 12 boys. Whoa. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm kind of giggling because I'm right. like, this is crazy. And then uh, one of the parents was walking over from the team out supporting to, I don't know, talk to us. What it ended up being is they were – friends with someone on the other team gotcha so she was walking over to talk to her friends yeah and some man the same man yells out get on your sideline parent you don't belong over here you're this is a joke and she just stopped and froze and was like didn't know what to do yeah and so then one of the coaches went over and said you need to sit down one of the coaches from the side i was on like you need to sit down she's coming to talk to her friend because the kids are still friends they go to the same schools it was ridiculous and i sat there and i looked at my daughter and i said this is exactly why i don't want to coach again. Exactly. And it's, it's, you know, back in your day, it was bad. But now, I think it's like this all the time. Um, I think you, you're always going to have one parent uh-huh. that needs to have a good old-fashioned ass whooping. Well, and the funniest part is I didn't recognize the parent. He was he was bad the whole game. He was yeah. vulgar. He right. was just outright rude. Come to find out, uh-huh. when I played and coached up at Weaver State, he was the BYU goalkeeper. That explains everything right and, there. And I sat there, and I'm like... You know, this guy, he was a, he was an amazing goal. Like, he Doesn't was matter. legit. Sure, sure. He's a great but athlete. But he he didn't, it's still almost like hat. he didn't know the rules either. Like, right. some of the stuff he was saying, I'm like, that's not even a rule. Or right. That's, you know, and I'm thinking, he should at least know that. Like, I can understand you being just an a-hole. Yeah. But he just, he was, when I found out who it was, I just started giggling. Gotcha. And I'm like, what an idiot. Yeah. I mean, it just made me feel bad for the kids. Well, yeah. On both teams. Yeah, but see, they're, they're... <laughs> They're viewing that as acceptable behavior, mm-hmm. right? That, that's one of the bigger problems that, yep. that we have right there. Yep. And uh, the couple of parents on the other team came over because, of course, parents know each other, kids know yeah. each other, and they're like, we're so sorry. That guy does it a lot. Right. Um, the coach just doesn't dare to step up to him. Yeah, there's, there's and, another problem. That and coach then they needs said, to put him in his place. And the kid that punched the kid, he does that a lot is what they really? said. And I'm like, why is a kid even playing? Yeah, exactly. Like if he was on, I don't care if you're 12. If you're on my team, you do that, you're you're done. You're done, right? You're, you're, done. you're off the team. Yeah, that's just bad. I mean, and I, and I understand that kids that age, they go through struggles. Sure. It could be dealing with lots of different things. Right. Um, but, but at the end of the be, day, it needs to be addressed. It needs to be clear up front. If you yeah. hit somebody else, yeah, in the back of the head. Yeah, if their backs to you. <laughs> 
come on. It means one thing. If someone slugs you in the face, all right, step up, defend yourself. Yeah. But just to sucker punch them. And the game was over. The kids were coming back, and the kids just turned and clocked. I mean, it was That's like, dangerous, too. It is. It really is. I mean, head injuries, hitting them yeah. in the right place. Right. And the fall, if you oh, knock a kid out. Man. But it was And I sat, my daughter's like, Dad. And I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. And then <laughs> the team that. You know, was recruiting me or whatever. One of the coaches like, "This is not normal. Like, this doesn't normally happen." Kind of like man. shedding it. And I'm like, "I get it." You know, and it was it was. I was really impressed though with the team I was there to support. Right, Your all team. the stuff went on, and the yeah. kids did great, and the parents, parents were, didn't get involved. They didn't right bicker back and forth. And I'm like, "That's impressive," because I know I was my blood was boiling, and I had yeah. no no dog in the fight. Yeah, you know no skin I mean? in the game, right? So I'm like, oh. but it was kind of comical. Uh. Because I remember my dad was one of those people. He was an alcoholic, so yeah. he would go to my games and just – I would look at him like, oh, he got kicked out of – Every game. <laughs> he got kicked out of, like, um, parks. Not just – you can't be at the field. It's like you need to get in your car and, and go to 7-Eleven. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no, he, he's yeah. actually drunk, so let's not – yeah, He's going to a different county. Yeah. <laughs> back then, I mean, you know, drunk driving was – I remember driving with my dad. He's like cracking a drinking vodka, yeah. straight driving, passing cars on a two-lane road. You know, I'm like, um, you know, I'm ten. I'm like, Dad, I'm not sure. He's like, ah, we got it. Not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I'm like, yeah. I'm the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you up there, dog. Yeah, <laughs> cut no sunroof in. But yeah, it was it was kind of funny. It was kind of disheartening. But there's a lot of games going on around us, and it, I didn't hear it from other fields, which was which was encouraging. And right. this is the second game I've been to with them, but it was. It was sad, and I did go to one of their training sessions on Saturdays from finishing drills, and the kids were cool. They yeah. were good kids, and it was it was interesting for sure. But, uh, yeah, unfortunate all the way around. So enough with that. Uh, let's move forward. Um, so one thing we do have coming up, too, is the uh, Trail Running Film Festival put on by Rain Shadow Running. Right. So in your area, I'm sure they're coming. If they're not, mm-hmm. you can contact them. So we've got Salt Lake C- or Ogden here right down the street. Um, on November 12th, right, and then the very next night in Salt Lake City on November 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got two tickets. I'm going solo, but I have an extra ticket if someone wants to go. And one of our amazing listeners, Amy Pett, has an extra ticket to each wow. that she's not going to be using now. Mm-hmm. So we've got some tickets kind of up in the air, right. up for grabs. Gotcha. Um, right now, I'm not going to do a contest. Nah. But uh, if you're interested, let me know. Yeah. We'll... we'll uh, Send you a form, you fill it out, we'll mm-hmm. run you through the background, uh, check. the background check and see, you know, what works. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, in Ogden and Salt Lake. Those are the dates. You can check online at the Trail Running Film Festival to see when they're coming to a town near you. Right. Um, but some interesting news that I was, I've read through this article a few times. Um, oh. Jim Walmsley. Uh, which article? Um, about him and Rob Crar. So I've read through that a couple times. And I didn't see where he says that he's training for the Olympic trials yet. Okay, so the article that I saw... Did they update that? Yeah, the article I saw... um, It says, Wombsley can combine trail and ultra running with marathon training by focusing on flat and fast 50Ks. Um, He will not take part in races like UTMB next year, which have massive climbs and descents. Uh, What was one? Um... Here it is. After Hong Kong, I'm doing a half marathon as an experiment. Oh, my God. We will see how some of the speed work goes. Gotcha. Again, the United States runners who can meet the time standard are eligible to take part in the Olympic trials. Right. Men have to run under two hours and 19 minutes for the mm-hmm. marathon or one hour, four minutes for the half to meet the criteria. Okay. And he says the U.S. is pretty wide open in terms of marathon runners, and it makes you think you can throw your hat in the ring. I think he can. 
So it looks like Wamsley's focus next year is Olympic trials. Right. After this this uh, Hong Kong race that it, the article makes it look like him and Rob Crar doing some battle of the battle royale against right, each other. Exactly, you know, right. it's like well Crar beat him here and then they beat, yeah. beat each other each again. I'm like so yeah. two to one. I mean, right. That's kind of what you're trying to say. But I don't know, man. Why would you do if your focus is uh, the Olympic trials? Why would you do a hundred miler in the springtime? Yeah, I think right? it's in February. Yeah. Um, but it's in uh, it's the fast hundred ultra. Yeah. Is what it's called, and it, it talks about flat and stuff. But it says Hong Kong trails are notorious for steep climbs oh. and brutal staircases. Yeah, like terrible. But this route is generally flat and runnable with oh, only 2,800 meters of elevation. Oh, okay, so that's so, like 10,000 feet of climb. There are hardly any stairs in this race, <laughs> and it's difficult to keep your legs moving fast. Well, we'll see. So, I mean, um, best of luck to him. Yeah, right? I think you it's going to be interesting to see what Wamsley does yeah. next year. Um, and the funny thing is, I shouldn't say funny because it's not funny, so I'll take that back. But uh, I read some stuff through social media, and people were kind of – there's the, the haters. Yeah. You know, there are people like, oh, it's because he can't run legit mountain races. <laughs> You know, it's like he doesn't do well at UTMB, he couldn't do well at Hard Rock, he couldn't, you know, so it's like... Oh, he did good at Western States. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's a pretty good course. It is a good course, and yeah. I, I get what the, some of the people are saying, but, yeah. I mean, let's look at it this way. I mean, here's the thing. Carl Meltzer, he's not a, he's not a flat 100-mile runner, no. right? So, you have, people have their strengths. They, they have do. the things they like better, and yeah. we're still... Got to give Wamsley, cut him a little slack. He literally is still new to the ultra running scene for yes. long distance. It's mm-hmm. not like he's been doing it for five, six, seven no. years. You know, it's like he's a couple he has years cross country uh, backgrounds. But that's again, that's kind of a flatter right. realm and, and everything else. And so. if you're going to focus on the Olympic qualifying, you have to, there's a narrow window where you can do that, and that's next year, right? Yep. So he has to push everything else aside. I think and, it's cool. For it. If he makes it, then Basically, he is then helping to shore up his finances for the next couple of years. Well, there's a lot more money on this, the, the Olympic there half are, marathon side for than sure. there is on our side. So I, I can understand why he's doing it. I mean, I, I, of course, I want to see him run trails. Yeah, I do too. Um, just but to see but if he does got. well in the, the marathon, of course, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited because we haven't had like a legit men's marathoner for a long time. I mean, Meb's good. Yeah. But, but, I mean, and it's cool to see this else. crossover. It's usually the right. other way. Exactly. Halves and marathoners come this way, so he's yeah. kind of going back into that. And right. At the end of the day, I mean, we we as a, I don't know, group, culture, whatever you want to say, um, it's he can do what he wants. Yeah. Right? It's like, why would, I don't understand why people were kind of like, oh, he's getting out because of this. No, you don't know why, number yeah, one. Exactly. You're not him. And if he enjoys it. Do it, man. Let Good luck. It. I think it'd it's be hard. How cool would that be to see Wombly in the Olympics, though? Seriously. Running fast like that for that long of a period of time is really difficult yeah, to do. Yeah, it's really hard. But yeah. I think it'd be awesome to see him, yeah. you know, running. Where's the next Summer Olympics set? Do you know offhand? I is don't. Is it in what? Asia? Is it Tokyo? I, could, is I don't know. I can see if I can find it real quick. I think that's where it's at. What year is it are we 2020, at? isn't it? 2024. Or is it yeah. 2018? Well, we're in 2018. Oh, we are? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> hey, it's your day for the numbers game. Yeah, yeah it says uh, 2020 Olympics Tokyo. Okay. So there you go. So that's why he's racing over the, you know, you know, over there to catch gotcha. some things. But I think yeah. it'd be really cool. Can you I see him too. winning? You see him going to the Olympics and they, 
you know, he takes third. I'm, you know, I'm gonna knock him down a step because he's new. Right. And instead of a, a bronze, I give him a bronze belt buckle. That'd be awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> to back to his roots to trail running. I'd be like, so can I? Can you make that into a buckle, bro? I don't want to hang it on my neck. I gotta wear this. I'm a Cocachino cowboy. That's right. Cocachino Olympian. Um, so yeah, good luck. We'll post the article. Um, yeah. You can check it out because there'll be a lot more coming up on information because it kind of did, I think, take the world by storm a little bit. I first saw it, I'm like, what? I first saw the headline and I read the article and there was nothing in there about him actually running or trying for the Olympic trials. It just talked about the Hong Kong race. And I was like, did I miss something? What happened here? Oh. And so something's come out in the next couple of days that explained a little bit more. But hey, best of luck to him. Um, I think that just opens up the door for another American to slide in and hopefully do a little bit better at some of the bigger mountain races. Yeah. Now we're, we're still searching for that individual. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. I mean, Tolson well. is really close. He just needs to stop getting hurt. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> stop, injury stop bugs. Stop getting cut on the quad. <laughs> Um, so yeah, good luck to Wamsley. We'll post that article, but yeah, it'll be cool to see for sure. Um, I'm half marathon at 104 though. That's, oh my gosh. You're moving a little quicker than I would like <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, right. My calf just cramped. I just <laughs> said that out loud. <laughs> um, also going on, uh, still we'll, we'll cover it next week. Um, cause you know, we want to give a full detail, but the Moab 200 or 240 is going on. I think it's done. Today, yeah, I, I think, think so. it is, yeah, but Wrapped all the results up. aren't up, and, you know, been following that a little bit. One of my favorite things, though, through social media is the before and after photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, super. Maybe we'll do that at our 7K, before yeah. and after photos, <laughs> see the go. difference. Uh, no. But it's really cool to see the expression and the, the joy on people's faces, you know, finishing that monster. This year, they had to reroute the course. Snow. Snow. Um, some of the reports I got is some of the coldest temperatures, period, like yeah. 14 degrees. Yeah. Um, there's some fun stuff by Phil Lowry slash Clark right. on social media. It's kind of kind of interesting where he wanted to go out, and his wife's like, no, you, if <laughs> you go die. out, you'll die because yeah. you'll fall asleep at 14 degrees. And he's right. like, okay, I'll have some pizza. <laughs> um, but knowing Phil, that's that's pretty comical. And also, which means a triple crown of the 200 is wrapped up. Yep. So we'll have more to report on that. Um, also, something funny happened this week is on Instagram. We got a new follow okay. um, from uh, Chris Robertson. He is the American Beer Mile champion. Oh. 446. That's so fast. Yeah. So I see he oh started following us, and I, I was cracking up. I'm like, right on, right on. Beer Mile champion from America. 446. That's pretty good. I, I couldn't even do it. I mean, I could drink four beers in 446, just not run. Oh, that'd be hard itself. I could do it. We'll do it next week on the show. On the show. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's crazy. That's amazing. 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 And obviously I'm doing the podcast. So good news is I did not get called in for jury duty yet. I have to call in at the end of the day. Right. For tomorrow. But it makes me nervous because I'm going to San Diego next week. Right. So if I get called in tomorrow and they oh, pick they me and I, over. Yeah. I'll be like, sorry, bro. Yeah. Can't do this. I got I, tickets already. Yeah. Look at my, sh- I got shorts on too. I got I'm shorts. ready to go. These flip flops ain't going to, you know, flip themselves. <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, I called in on Friday of last week. So that's when I call in. It says, if you're num- juror number zero through 51, oh, and I'm yeah. 59. Yeah. I was like, ooh. <laughs> so I'm really hoping. You're on the cusp. I'm really hoping the city's on a, a quiet mode right now. Well, it, yeah, we're on fall break for school. Yeah. Right. So I'm really so hopefully everything will be on the quiet because I got a call tonight and I'm nervous, man. Ugh. If they're like, yeah, if you're number 51 through 58, I'll be like, ooh. Or, if, you know, if they go above it, I'll have to report tomorrow. And right. Not going to be pretty. Not going to be pretty. So that's good. Um, didn't get a, a lot of response from the vacuum side of questions. We got a handful of, of very passionate responses. Did we? 
Yes, okay. we we did. Um, we had somebody that was a diehard shark fan. Okay. And then we had a, a couple other people say uh, Dyson all the way, which I totally agree. And Aaron Hill is not creepy to enjoy your vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy I enjoy quality, sexy products. <laughs> Jill's like, uh, honey, I'll vacuum this weekend. That's right. Honey, I, I'll vacuum I, yeah, again today. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, we vacuum all the time. You you got to when you got that dog in the house. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Um, also, some great news. I have an appointment on Tuesday okay. um, to drop the Volkswagen bus off at the shop. Oh, to get you're that keeping, on. Are you keeping it? I thought you were going to sell it. I, thought I don't know you were yet. On the, you're on the fence still. So I'm going to get fixed either way. Gotcha. Right? Because if you're going to sell it, it's something that runs or it sells better. <laughs> it's right? more valuable. Yeah, it's a little more valuable. Um, so definitely going to get it fixed. Um, my conundrum is this. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to store it. Yes, right? that's expensive to store it. It can. I called. I mean, I found a place that would do it for like 70 bucks a month. Whoa. And I'm like, yeah, that ain't going to happen. That's a lot. Um, so, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the fence. My daughter's a little sad. Yeah. Um, Aspen, she's uh, she's like, Dad, I was hoping to inherit that sucker. You right. Know? And I'm like, well, you know, hopes are one thing and They're life easily is squashed. another. Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let, me hit, let me squash another one of those hopes. Where do you want to go tonight? Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just got to find a place to store old Studio 78 for the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, taking that baby in. Talk to my mechanic, same guy. He's like, what's going on? I tell him, he goes, hey, it's been a while, though, so that's good. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's been, you haven't seen it, but it has been running anyway. Right. It's just been stored in my garage. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's that's exciting. We'll have uh, have that to get taken care of here pretty quickly. Um, and the other cool thing, if you didn't notice our Facebook page, Beaverhead, I, mm-hmm. um, David Tarkelson posted a video of the, f- I didn't realize the course caught on fire last year. Yeah. After the race, obviously. Um and it was so cool to see this video. And even as he's videoing, mm-hmm. there's a fire out going right. by a tree. So he runs over and he's stomping out this other fire, <laughs> you know, and it was just leftover. Right. Just basically. Up. Um, but, man, I uh, I was on the fence about running it because I did it last year. I'm like, right. that was amazing. Let's see what else. And during that time of year, there's there's a few races that are interesting, but it's so hot anyway. It's like I right. don't have a lot of motivation. But after seeing that, I'm like, I'm probably going to go back. <laughs> That's super cool. Right. Um, it's July 13th next year. Um, and like I said, they always put on a great race. Check them out. Beaverheadenduranceruns.com to check out the video on our Facebook page. It's actually pretty cool. It gives you some good views of the fire area and just the draft. just so cool from where it's burned to where it's green again is it's like a line. Like there's a solid almost line. So you kind of get into these really cool things. It's also a Western States and UTMB points qualifier. Um, but yeah, love to Love to see more people head up there to the Beaverhead. Such a fun race. Registration opens November 1st. And, uh, yeah, might see me there. I, I'm I'm right there. I mean, there's – I'm right there um, looking at dates. So, yeah, I'd love to see people up there. We will be doing a um, – what do you call that thing? Contest for a free entry. We'll probably right. launch the contest next week, so that gives you time because I don't want people, you know, to hope they get in and sell out. So we'll, we'll look to do a start a contest next week. Okay. And that'll be the either distance for you on the Beaverhead, either the 100K or the 55K. Right. If you have any questions on that, shoot me an email. Love to answer them for you. I've um, been up there a couple times, so can answer a few questions probably. And speaking of races, uh, Palisades Ultra Trail Series just announced their date for next year. Yeah, they moved it, huh? They moved it to July 20th, 19th right. and 20th. Okay. Because um, they have a lot of different distances. Their registration opens up pretty soon. I think November, or no, October. I don't know. It opens soon. Soon. Yeah, it opens really soon. Um, made some changes to the courses to make it a little flow a little better because they had right. to make that last-minute change last year, um, which they couldn't avoid. So now they're just going to take care of it head on, uh, make sure it's not 
a little out and back near the finish. But, uh, yeah, a lot of spots up, a lot of different race distance to that. We'll talk more about that as we get closer. Mm -hmm. Um, But keep your eyes open because the registration opens for that as well. And super psyched, the Nordic 7K on December 15th is open. Right. And registrations are coming in. They're they're flowing in now. If you registered last year, if you raced last year, you probably got an email that just said, Hopefully hey. you did. Hey, just check rem- your spam. Stick, yeah, just in case. And we've got some people flow through from that. But we'd love to see you there. Um, it's a fun night. It's a fun morning. Yeah. It's on the mountain. Could be snow, may not be snow. You never know. That's the yep. beauty of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the little wild card there. But that's the Nordic Valley 7K hosted and put on by... Us here at Trail Manners, December 15th. Um, still got spots. Love to see you. Bring a friend. Have some fun. Right. Kind of a little party. It's not a PR course. Not a legit, no. hey, let's go out and bust a race. You can if you want. You but can. It's just more, it, it more runs a fun day. more like a 10K. Yeah, it's yeah. not easy. It's challenging. You and know, you almost have a 1,000 feet of climbing off the first mile. Yeah. And, and then uh, after that, it's rolling fun. It'll be a lot of fun. So love to see you there. Um, also, our... Ogden Trail Running Festival is dated for May 3rd and 4th of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working with Solomon. They have agreed to be the title sponsor again, right. which is always great news. Been mm-hmm. working with Mike over there and and Connor at the Almersport Factory Outlet. Um, got some other sponsors on board from last year, which seems like they're pretty excited to come back. If right. you're interested in being a part of the event, let us know. Send me a message, manners at trailmanners.com. Still going to have that awesome Kids K, right. which was a huge hit last year. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Third year for that, and uh, we're just super excited about uh, continuing to keep that rolling. Um, I will jump into our Strava week, and then Joel will follow that up with our Woody Footy, since it's his week. Um, for Strava last week, um, we had a gentleman, and it was kind of funny because uh, the distance was 116.2 by Andrew Smith. And right away, I'm like, Andrew Smith, that's a U.K. name. Sure enough, out of the U.K. Yeah. Had a 100-mile race last week. So, Andrew, you were tops in the distance. Running time was uh, uh, Christian Morgan, and the last name is, let's find it here. I just lost it. Christian Morgan. Yeah, that's it. That's the name. Uh, they're running coach, so that's why I had the R. Um, 33, or excuse me, 22 hours, 14 minutes, and climbing Look at this, Erin Hill, 21665. Oh goodness. So she does not understand what the word slowing down with vert off means. Season. Yeah. Off season. Uh, She's so. getting ready for Rufa. Must be. Yeah. Yeah, must be. She wants to be Rufa Queen. Rufa Queen. Ooh, that would be sweet, right? Yeah. He needs to do that, King and Queen. He needs to open his registration or say when it opens. I bet you it's going to open soon. Yeah. You know how he is. I know. He's, he's not so good with that. Everything I, else he's like crushing. Right? I, lo- I looked at it and he's got a date set for it, but it's not a registration opening date. Like it doesn't say when it's going to open. It's usually in November. Yeah, I think a lot does open in November. Right. Um, so this week on Woody, Woody Footy, Where'd Your Feet Take You? There's some nice ones, again, from all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. and countries that are not the united states right um oh that one from uh germany was really good yeah. with the mushrooms oh yeah there was a couple from germany this week we had uh chelsea minty solid. doing some uh castle hunting and then christopher fell was in germany with the mushroom that was super cool that was chris has christopher won he's won hasn't yeah he? yeah pretty sure that was my i was gonna pick that one but it's like oh christopher's won before yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a cool one of Steve England uh, slapping high fives and stuff at the finish line of his race. Right. We had one from uh, Jen Payne that uh, was chased by a moose. Yeah. That's going to make you... They're little, frisky little, right now. Yeah, they're they're ready to yes. say hello. I, I've heard a couple stories of, of people getting chased this oh, week. Man. God, I'm not up there. Annie, Annie McDonald was in Cambodia. <laughs> yeah. Some cool shots. 
Um, we have some, yeah, from all over, um, some great ones. But Joel's pick this week. Right. Um, we had a fun one with uh, Brett Whitelaw and Nephi's Twist Trailhead. Right. And uh, that, was a, that was a good little shot. I didn't know where it was either. I, I, I thought it was, you know, a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. He just runs around with a sign it, on his back. And no, plays, I, that's you somewhere. know, Nephi's Twist sounds like. You're at a party, yeah. with a bunch of dudes, <laughs> and you're like, oh, you come me. in the bathroom. Let me show you this trick. <laughs> what do you call it? I call it the Nephi's I, twist. It's my, it's my new, it's my new penis trick. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, anytime he tells me to come in the bathroom, yeah. I'm out. You're like, Dude, come here, come here. Let not, me show you this. Not falling for that trick <laughs> right. again, man. Worked at a gas station once. I ain't <laughs> yeah. happening again. Um. All right, this week's winner, Joel, who do we got? Uh, Trudy Shoning, I think is how you pronounce that last name. Okay. Or close. We're close. She was at uh, Grand Canyon doing Rim the Rim the Rim. That's pretty. It is pretty. It's a good time of year down there. 20 hours of amazing and painful beauty. <laughs> you know what that's she, like. The <laughs> Midwesterner. Yeah. And that uh, that's pretty bold. Yeah, I know what that's like. Yeah. I know what that painful beauty <laughs> is. The amazing part I forgot about for a while, but it came back to me. Um, yeah, so congratulations, Trudy. Send us an email, manners at trailmanners.com, with your mailing address. Um, we'll get that right out to you. And that, again, was by our friends at the Sign Garage. Uh, Nate and Elizabeth have just opened their new shop at their house, so they're in transition mode while they set that up. But, uh, yeah, get all your all your cool stuff logoed there. Um, they're on 25th Street in Ogden. Great group, great shop. Um, yeah, that'll work. All right, now we've got... A couple ask trail manners questions. Yeah. Um, one one was, you know, uh, I didn't get the name. Oh, well, they didn't put a name. I don't know, I'm not going to give the email address, obviously. But, <laughs> um, but, they, but here's what it is: it says, "Hey, trail manners, the Women's World Cup is getting close, and we haven't heard you talk much about it. Curious if you're going to cover that at all, like you did for the men. Um, the women look good." Um, well, They're 2019. Yeah. So, so first of all, we're not going to cover that. Uh, France. Okay. Yeah. So we will cover it, um, and it's we haven't covered it because we're not at the World Cup. Right. It's just the build it's up. Kind of building up to it. Yeah. Yeah. The women just qualified. About they next looked, year we talk about. It. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about it next year when it happens, just yeah. like we do with the men's. But yeah, we'll cover it. The women's yeah. World Cup is fun to watch, and the women are just dominant right now, like crazy dominant right, right. now. Um, some good storylines. So congratulations to the women's World Cup. Um, and I'm old school, man. I uh, I grew up in the, the Women's World Cup was was crushing it when there was Julie Foudy, Christine Lilly, Mia Hamm, right, Brandy Chastain, Brianna right. Scurry, and of course Michelle Aker Stahl. <laughs> she was just she just crush you. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll definitely cover that when it comes up. But thanks for checking. Um, yeah, that'll be fun to to, to follow up. All right, here's one for you from Andrew. Okay. Um, simple question, complex answer, I'm sure. <laughs> what type of watch or app do you use to track yourself on a run? Mm. Why that type? Question Why? mark. So, <laughs> Andrew, I don't use a phone to track anything yeah. um, because I don't run with my phone a lot. And when it gets cold, my battery dies quick. Yeah, it does. Um, I use the Garmin uh, Spartan Ultra. The Garmin Ultra. The Sunto, sorry, because oh I have gosh. Garmin sitting right here because that's my old. My I had I had a Garmin. I used yeah. Garmin my whole forever, but then I switched over to Sunto and right. I've got the Ambit Three, which I used for years and I still do, and I have the Sunto Spartan Ultra now. Right. And I'll tell you what, this is a rabbit hole to go down, yeah, but I love it, and that's what I use, and I just Bluetooth it to my phone. Yeah. 
throws it right into moves count, which links over to Strava. Right. And so I don't really have to do anything except hit start. Yeah. The cool thing about it as well, and I know a lot of watches, and I don't research them all, but this one you can kind of program to what you want on the face of the watch. Right. Uh, Mine does have the heart rate monitor, which I don't even really pay attention to um, because I know my heart's there. (laughs) It's working. Um, Even though a lot of people don't think it is, there is one there, um, (laughs) and uh, it is working. So I don't really use the heart rate monitor. I know a lot of people train that way, which is great. Um, That's just not my way of doing it. I like to run and not have to be a data geek. Gosh, if if I had to follow my heart rate... I'd be walking a lot. Oh, yeah. I'd be taking the elevator up to my apartment every day. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, oh st- well, I got, third I got, floor. I better yeah. slow it down. <laughs> I'm in zone four. I need to get back to zone two. <laughs> um, but I do. I love the Sunto watches. The ease of them is fantastic. And, again, I'm not a huge techie guy. Right. But I also don't use all the bells and whistles. Right. All I care about I think is it's like distance. A, it's like iPhone versus the, the Android, right? Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Like once you get into the ecosystem, you have a tendency to stay there. And it, it's what you like. Yeah. Right? I think that's a great way to put it. Um, Spart, uh, Sunto does have their new 9 out, which I wouldn't mind getting my hands on. It's got a longer battery life. And that's why. Um, but I don't have the financial backing yeah. of my... Uh, <laughs> you my, need to win the lottery. My Kickstarter GoFundMe page to, right. uh, to get that. But I love the Sunto. Nothing against Garmin. Um, I used Garmin for years, yeah. but I really do like the Sunto and yeah. with the price of them and why do I need to switch. Right. If someone sent me a brand new Garmin, I'd try it. There's yeah. no doubt, but I'm a, I like Sunto. I know how it works. Yeah. It works for what I do. Like I said, mm-hmm. I like mileage, vert, mm-hmm. distance, pace. That's pretty much all I care about. Yeah. And that's pretty much why I use it. I use that Strava app on my phone. I used yeah. it for most of the spring and summer. Um, and then I switched over to my watch at the end of the summer. How did you th- – did those two kind of correlate distance the same, or were they off? They were definitely off. Were they? Yeah. They Which were. one do you think was more accurate? Um, Probably the watch. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, they were, they were in the ballpark. How's that? Okay. I mean, if I was super, like, you know, anal about being on the spot, I would use my watch all the time. Yeah. The reason I switched back over to my watch is because then I didn't have to pull my phone out. Yeah to look at how far I've gone. Yeah. Right? I can just look at my wrist. And sometimes, I and the reason I don't use my phone, I mentioned before, just battery life. Same reason if it's in a pocket. Yeah. Sometimes I don't it's have a pocket, so I leave it in my it car. Out. Yeah. And also the watch, I like sometimes if I'm feeling good, I like to look down to see my average pace at the time. Yes, that's you know, nice. Am I going too fast? Am I going too slow? Am I am know, I going at all? Yeah. Am I really moving? <laughs> yes. Or is it just a, you know, a cartoon look right now? Right. Um, but I do. I like to have quick, easy access to see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, time of day right um, i do like the phone though because it's it's like it goes right to strava i don't have to sync it yeah um plus i'm already probably gonna be listening to some music so everything's just contained in the phone gotcha and then i just i tailored all my shorts now to whether it can fit my phone or not gotcha yeah that's a good idea yeah. so some of my older shorts that couldn't fit my phone they were recycled they're done yeah they were done sorry they didn't make the cut yeah and I, if i had uh bluetooth headphones i may do that right but uh yeah i don't really listen to a lot of music when i run and i have shorts that won't fit a phone and i'm i don't know the bat and i'm okay i'm really nervous too about breaking my phone like on a trail run like oh, falling yeah drop i mean you don't you drop fall it. on your butt to break it yeah you'd be surprised how i could fall yeah you've seen me fall I've before seen you fall it couldn't lots. be an absolute shit show slash yeah. yard sale yeah you know i mean i fall one time and my shorts were gone so <laughs> yeah. that's how bad i can fall you know 
Um, yeah, I think you could use either one. I think there's a lot of people, oh, gosh, like yeah. Joel said, I think it's a lot of personal preference, but right. I do. I absolutely love I the Sunto watch. They're similar in their abilities, right? They are. Yeah. I, I think once you invent something, I think it's just a matter of, like, you know, right now, the big game, I think, is battery life for these things. Oh, for sure. Right? It's a yeah. fight to get the battery life. Yeah. If you're, if you're a marathon runner, half marathon runner, 5K runner, that's not an issue. But when you right. get into the longer distances, you do get an issue. Right. And you're looking right now like a nine-hour dip, like nine hours. I know yeah. some say they go for 10 or 12, but if you yeah. hit that like every second right. instead of every accuracy. five seconds, mm-hmm. yeah, the accuracy thing. So that's why I switch between the two sometimes. Like if I'm doing a 50K or 50-mile, I'll use my Ambit 3. Right. It's got a longer battery life. But I also have noticed that life's kind of shrunk i've noticed that too mm-hmm. yeah and i think i don't know if it's a a ploy to make me buy a new watch or if it's i don't the know if it's just a, a software update <laughs> yeah, could on be. them and it just takes more battery now yeah but to, also to i just i tell you i love wearing the, the spartan though the, the band's spartan, comfortable much more comfortable it's good looking yeah it's blue mm-hmm. i can wear it when i'm clubbing uh-huh you know to match um, my outfit one thing we never talk about is the apple watch yeah we don't yeah that i, I like it's smaller mm-hmm. um it's stylish um, it's in the Ac- Apple ecosystem, and you can just put the Strava app on it. Yeah. That could be definitely a go-to for your daily trainer or your short races. Yeah, I'm wondering what battery life is on I, I know they updated s- their new one. I'm going to say four to six hours. Okay. See, that'd be... For active use. I think you can wear it, all, you know, obviously, yeah. all day long. But if you're using it as a... To like the, your the GPS. question was to track your run. Yeah. If you do something long, it may not work. I mean, I Probably don't know not. enough about it. I don't either. Um, I mean, that's another. I know it's like four hundred bucks. Yeah, that's what I know about. Yeah, four hundred to eight hundred dollars <laughs> that you got to drop. Man, running's expensive. That's what's funny too is if you, you could make it as inexpensive as you want. Oh gosh, yeah. Shoes, shorts. Yeah. You're Just out go. the door. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of those guys don't wear shirts when they run. I don't think afford them. <laughs> True. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like I only got one shirt. It's in the wash. Yeah. I'm going shirtless today. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope that answers some questions. If you had any specific questions, we'd be more than happy to answer them. I think Joel ha- uh, and myself have enough experience with them that we could probably answer some, or we know someone that could get us the answer. Or we're going to fake it. Or, yeah, we could easily just throw it out there and fake it because, you know, we have not done that ever before. Nope. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, but I personally like Sunto. I'd love to get the 9. Um, but, again, as soon as I get the 9, the 10 would come out. Mm-hmm. You know, just how, how it goes. Right. Um, but for me, the Spartan... Uh, Ultra is working great. Yeah, I've never had a problem with it. I feel comfortable with its distance, mileage, everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I've, I've run with people on the shoreline, the same run, and their Garmin is read different than my Sunto and different than something else. But so it's I, so close. But it's close enough to unless like you really tenth, wanna right yeah. a tenth of a mile difference generally. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of variables, but uh, I don't think you can go wrong with either. I'm not. No. I'm not going to down play Garmin. No. I used it for years. Right. But it never, when I use my Garmin though, the problem is it never seemed to make me go faster. Like it, I don't think it worked under a 10 minute mile. Like I'd hit close to 10, just seemed like it'd stop. Gotcha. It never made it, you know, the Sunto, I can go under 10 minute pace. Gotcha. So I don't know if it was a watch <laughs> or me, but I'm pretty sure it was the watch because I, I was, I was fast. Um, yeah, I think that's it uh, for this week. Um, don't have any other questions come in. If you have some questions, let us know. Um, we are, transitioning into our fall winter season so some things to look for we're gonna have our our yearly christmas list coming out uh we'll have a contest for the beaverhead um entry i guess and a few other things so yeah let us know if you have any questions love to see you at our races nordic valley 7k we'll have links in the show notes please share that with friends we'd love to see you there and get a big group 
up on the mountainside in December. Other than that, Joel, I think that's it. I think so. All right. So this is Eric and Joel. This is Single Track Session 110, and we are out.